Welcome to the annual board meeting for the M-Word podcast. This week's profits, bad. Any questions? Um, yes. I I am a, a well-learned millennial, sir, and, and I do think that the M-Word is not characteristic of all of the millennials out there, so how will we solve that problem? We need a study group, right? We gotta break it down into studies and see what the millennials like, and then each part of the podcast, we can do it like millennials would do it, maybe. Can I offer a suggestion? Maybe we just talk about avocados more. Because we all fucking love avocados. We sure fucking do, Dreg. It's the M word! Hello and welcome to the M word and millennial podcast solving millennial problems. I'm your West Coast millennial, Connor. And I am your Lone Star Millennial, Kyle. We're just two friends trying to solve each other's problems, and then hopefully maybe one day a generations. Kyle, what's a-going on? What's going on? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Honestly, I'm just going to be honest. I've been playing a lot of Spider-Man. Spider-Man came out last week. I've been playing a lot of Spider-Man. I've been swinging through that good city, that good New York city. You know, just roaming, roaming the town, doing my parkour, my swinging, and my, you know, beating up thugs, and um, all those things that Spider-Man does. I'm, I'm so laying excited eggs, for you. Laying a lot of eggs. What? Oh, man. This version of Spider-Man, he, he lays a lot of eggs, and it's, I mean, extremely graphic. Ooh. Aww. Watching. Oh, man. You this should see some of the photos. Spider-Man mode. just running around. Oh, they're they're not men. Oh. <laughs> oh no, they are pure Black Widow spiders. And oh they, God! But they are the size of a man. It's a new Wait, take. What? Yeah, it's a new take on the Spider-Man, uh, you know, content brand, I guess. So I know, and well, in like all the other Spider-Man villains, they seem to be utilizing like just their animal being more right yeah so like even though spider-man's swinging through the trees like scorpion is is like busting out scorpion babies and right. vultures got like hawks flying around where are because Spider-Man's because vultures men? give birth to hawks yes that is correct flying beasts yeah shut up I mean, just vultures. I think it would have been okay if you just said baby vultures. I'm trying to use a more interesting term than the same thing I just used, sir. Well, it's, you know, hey, elephants giving birth to zebras. It's the same thing. No, you could you would name another big animal, like anim- like elephants giving birth to whales. Yes, obviously. That makes sense. Those are much I did, more similar. Can I tell you the part of the game that I thought was just over the line? Yes. It was whenever he was fighting Rhino, and after he defeated Rhino... He cut off his tusk and sold it on the black market. And I thought... What? You know, that's too far. That's too far. Man. Bad Listen, Spider-Man. So that's the thing, though, is 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 that's the story that needs to be told in these games. Like, that is, yeah. that is what needs to happen. Like, Peter Parker, the poor man, he's got to find a way to make money. So he sells the shit that he takes from these guys on the black market. Like right. that is the story. That is the stories that they need to talk about. Because he's very, very poor. I was actually so. This is a real moment. I've never read comic books in my life, but I finished the Spider-Man game because it was way too damn short. 
and I didn't know what to do. And I thought, hey, maybe I'll like read some Spider-Man comics because that's a thing that exists. And so I did, and I liked it. And that's a problem because I don't know what to do with my life what? now. I'm reading, I'm reading Whoa, comics. Kyle's a comic boy. I'm a comic boy. Here's the problem, though. The first one I started reading was The Amazing Spider-Man, which came out a few years ago. And it starts off with Peter Parker as this international Spider-Man uh, person. And he runs an international corporation called Parker Industries. And he's basically Tony Stark. Like, he has a Spider-Mobile that he drives around and he's super rich and techie. And I was like... What? Hashtag not my Spider-Man. Hashtag Peter Parker is poor. And that's the best part about Peter Parker is that he's poor as hell. See, that's a, that is, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I think Peter Parker is the millennial superhero. Right? He is. Yeah. Can't, can't afford sh- bullshit. He's just trying to make some avocado toast and he's, totally. he can't do it. He's taking pictures for the big corporation capitalist boss man and big right. capitalist boss man's like, give me more pictures of yourself. And which selfies, right? Oh, yeah. Spider-Man totally. was the very first selfie maker. He was. He, that's He's what flinging, he did. He did. He did it. And he did yeah. it in the coolest possible way. You know what? Man, oh, man. You're saying these things out loud, but I'm now going back through that game. And that game, it, the whole story is essentially about millennial Peter Parker. The only th- difference is that he actually found a job after leaving college. So, like, that's <laughs> that's the only difference. But he is poor. He gets kicked out of his apartment. He has to crash at his aunt's house. And he has a very, like, uh, wishy-washy, up-and-down relationship with Mary Jane. And they can't afford to go to nice places, so they go eat at a diner. And it is. It's a millennial shit, Connor. You did is, it. You found is out. He, is he in a, in a massive amount of debt? Um, Yeah, because he went to school for 800 years. And also, if you pull up the menu, you can look at Spider's Twitter feed. So it's definitely a millennial game. Is Is he constantly blamed for things that aren't his fault? Oh my gosh, you don't understand during the game they talk about the just the facts with JJ J Jonah Jameson, which is a podcast that he puts out and oh you get episodes God. all about how Spider-Man is the blame yes. for everything going on in the city. That's amazing. That's like the O'Reilly factor and a Hannity all in one. Exactly. Listen, That's, what's yeah. what what did Obama do this week? What did Spider-Man do? Yeah. Spider-Man, he saved those people, but who did, didn't he save? That's right. Your average American Joe. Yep. Yep, it's that. That's it. There, at one point in the game, you're like, um, you're chasing pigeons because this game is, oh man, you know it's a good game when you're chasing pigeons. <laughs> and so you're chasing pigeons, and then later on, an episode of the J. Jonah Jameson podcast comes on, and he talks about Spider Man has been seen chasing pigeons throughout the city, and many people are confused about why Spider Man would be chasing pigeons. But I think I know. I think that he's not. A spider man he is a man spider he is a spider who was given the abilities of a man and he's going around eating these pigeons it's very very good oh that is very good yeah so it is he's the millennial superhero that's the thing i do like about this game is all those little details and that that fill up the game is just way too damn short that's my biggest problem right now because i'm already done with it yeah so it's 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 very very good uh connor how's How's your life going? You don't have a PlayStation because you hate yourself and you hope to accomplish something with your life. So how do you spend your time when not playing Spider-Man because you can't? Well, the, that's the thing is is as soon as it is available to me, I, I will play Spider-Man because my roommate has all the video games. Yes. Uh, he just finished last night 
So that means that I can now play on that. So I might be getting on that very soon. And we are very disappointed that the M word won't have an episode next week. Um, mostly because Connor will be playing that and I'll probably be replaying it. And so we just won't have time to do unless we just end up playing while we record which that might be a whole thing Ooh, we could do you know M word spiders but no so what what are you doing now before that moment where you destroy all your priorities to play uh 60 hours of spider-man well i am currently questioning the existence of myself as you do Naturally. right uh who am i and do i exist we were breaking down renee descartes argument in class this today because he was like, I think, therefore, I am. But the problem is, you're kind of making a leap by saying that you're the one who's thinking. Like, there, you might not be the one that is thinking. You, you only proved that there is a thinking thing. Thinking is occurring because you are doubting that you are thinking. But that's kind of all that you got. That thinking is happening. That doubting is happening. But then he suddenly goes, I'm thinking, therefore, I am. It just doesn't make any sense. Isn't that based though on the on the and I did not I have only done one year of philosophy, but isn't that based on the philosophy of the id and so that there is an identity that you can associate with your actions or thoughts? So you can say, I think. We haven't we haven't gotten that far yet. However, there's been he brought up other philosophers that challenged Renee and he's like he he it it just was a leap of of Renee's to make that that distinction. And you know what I'm proudly going to say? I think those other philosophers are absolutely full of shit. And that's that's my stance. That's, that's what's where great I'm about my lane in the philosophy lane in the sand. is that you can just just disagree and that's all you have to do. That it, there have... there's no philosopher who has ever been not countered by somebody else who was just like, "No, I think that's a lie, you idiot, and I can prove it later." Yeah, but what's even better is that it that all the all the philosophy majors that I know, all they do is they just say, "Yeah, but like what if that isn't the case?" But right. like what if it's not? Like this kid today, he said something like we were talking about simulation theory and he was and and they were like, "Well, Elon Musk, you know, he he came up with or my my professor did. He was like, "Elon Musk said this theory." And he came up with this thing, but he might have come up with it maybe while he was high. So maybe it's not that valid of an art. And I'm like, what the fuck? You're the professor. What are you talking about? What yeah. the fuck? And then the student across the way is like, yeah, I mean, what? You can't really dis- distinguish the simula- like simulation that is man-made and simulation that is natural. Um, and I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't matter. It, d- it doesn't matter whether we're just arguing if it occurs whether or not it's happening or whether or not it can happen, not whether or not I made it or somebody else made it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think, I think you're right. I think it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. But you know what do matter? Our opening bidness. Welcome to the bidness. Welcome Hi. to the bidness. Um, do, 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 do. Welcome to the bidness podcast. <laughs> Just like. All the good, all the very good business shows, they always start off with the, da, 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 welcome, welcome to money life. And it's like, what? What's that one with the guy who throws mugs? Money, um, money slam, money, money ball zone, man. money zone. Money, Is I don't the money zone? No, I think that's um, my brother, my brother, and me. Anyway, oh, 
welcome to the business. Welcome to the business, the M word business, where the M stands for mi- for midness. <laughs> First, uh, we want to thank some people who are talking to us on Twitter. Our Twitter is at M word Pod, and you can follow us and engage with us and share us and you, you know, just do us. anything you love us. Do anything you want to us. We're open to anything you want. I want to thank Aaron um, Adam unabashedly Aaron who tweeted at us saying. Turn up the AC. Always turn up the AC, which was last week's, you know, very important question of does what does that mean to turn up or down the AC? Does that mean make it colder, make it hotter? And she was inferring that it's always hot and needs to always be colder and that that should be said by turning up the AC. So that's her that's her line in the sand and I think she's a a real good person who just fails, failed in this moment. It's and okay. Yeah, we'll so pray for her. People, <laughs> man, w- welcome to the business podcast where we pray in the fucking middle. <laughs> exactly. Yep, that's what we do. Dear, dear Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Dear Lord and Savior Rene Descartes. There you I think, go. therefore, I am. Therefore, the AC must go up in order to cool us off. Exactly. Um, also, Nature versus Narcissism sharing us again. We thank them at N versus N podcast. They always are enjoying their time with us and I'm happy for them. Everybody has a story at C I said CNAT radio last time and that was a lie. It's not CNAT. It's KNAT. It's they're similar letters, but, and finally, uh, David at big Mac and pod, uh, David is a co-host of Macintosh and mod. He also tweeted at us very sweetly talking about, um, leaving a review, which I think he did because we got a new review. It doesn't have his name on it, but we did get a new review. We sure did. This one is from, this one is from doing this to get function. They're the best millennial boys, and they need all the accolades. And Connor, go watch Queer Eye. Why does everybody need me to watch this goddamn show? Because it's a very, 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 very good show. And you need to watch it and help your soul heal. Because you know what? Descartes didn't have shit on the Fab Five. And I think he could learn a lot. Because he'd be like, I think, therefore, I will do a French tuck. And it's like, hell yeah, Descartes, you do that. Did you see... Descartes bangs though. I think he was into it. He was a French philosopher. Are you okay, kidding? Okay, first of all, Jonathan Van Ness would never give a man bangs. <laughs> Come on, there was no <laughs> Jonathan Van Ness, the cult, the hairstyle grooming expert, would never give. Thank a man you for bangs. explaining who that fucking is because I don't know. You'll know as soon as you watch one second of this show <laughs> exactly who Jonathan <laughs> Van Ness is. <laughs> is um, he like the host? <laughs> no, he's the he's one of the, the Fab Five, but he is by far, I guess, the most like. Like I'm not flamboyant is such a shit word to say when trying to describe somebody, but he is incredibly expressive. That's the word I'm going to use. He's a very expressive, and he's also hilarious. Um, he also has a podcast too called Getting Curious, but he has lots of followers, so I'm not plugging it. Don't listen to it; it's bad. I'm kidding. It's probably very good. Aww. But anyway, he's very funny, and you should go watch it. Well, I can't. I'm still watching Downton. I just finished the episode. <laughs> Where well, Bates Down, is in Downton and Queer, I have a lot have a lot of similar strands. <laughs> they value culture a lot. And uh-huh. um they both take place in Georgia, I think, right? What? Yeah. What? That's my favorite part of Queer Eye, is that they do send these five gay guys to Georgia. And one of the first the first episode, this old man who's getting a makeover, and he's like a nice old man, but he one of the guys is talking about, oh, like me and my husband, and this old man in Georgia who like is becoming their friend, he asks, so which one is the man and which one is the woman? And they're sitting in this car, and the gay guys are like, um, well, that's actually a terribly uh, insensitive question to ask. And then they took that moment to teach him, and he learned. 
and it was a beautiful thing, a beautiful human connection, just After, like Downton Abbey, I'm sure. Right. Uh, um, I don't. I don't. I haven't seen the show, so I can't exactly compare. But I really want to see that that go the other way. Right. Oh, no, that's not true. Scratch that. I don't want it to go the other way. <laughs> I don't. But to maybe create we the conflict that I want to see in like a TV show, we need it. I think maybe things could go both ways, and that would um, that would solve a lot of sexual problems. Maybe. Connor, it's a big day. It's a big day in this time and space for millennials, and it's it's new Apple iPhone season. That's it's an important season on the millennial calendar. It's the most wonderful time. Yeah. For Apple stockholders. Honestly, if if they stopped if they stopped giving this event once, if they just skipped one year, every single millennial could buy a house. And I think that's I mean, I don't know why they don't just skip one year. Ugh. They would lose trillions of dollars, but we could have a house and that would be nice. You and I. I want to talk about this later, but I think you and I should buy a house. Oh anyway, Kyle. Yeah, we can talk about this later. But the problem is I'm getting the new iPhone. Yeah, now we can't. We can't. So I can't. No. So we, we do need to talk about so we're recording this right after the event. And it goes on sale like next Friday or something. But the new iPhone is the iPhone ten S and the ten S Max. But nobody calls it the iPhone ten unless they work at Apple or they already have one. Everybody and their mother who's going to watch this on their local newscast, whenever they are like, Apple has a new iPhone, it's the iPhone XS. And it's like, yeah, no, that's an appropriate name. That's the first time an iPhone name has ever been extremely appropriate to the amount of crap that they put into those phones. It is excessive. It's excessively good is what they'll say. And one is it's excessive max. And that's even more so. Excess max. And then they have another one called the XR. No, the XSR. Sorry. No, it's just XR. That. Is it XR? Okay. Yeah. It's just XR. What does the R stand for? Nobody knows. What Rome. does the R stand for? Radio. No. They finally put a radio. Kyle, listen. What are you talking about? I watched the keynote. They finally put a goddamn radio on the iPhone. That would be that would be just the most inspiring thing to watch them be like, so... We just made a watch. We've that, by the way, invented can, radio. <laughs> and we put radio. Have you ever heard of it? Let Have me you tell you about it? AM, FM, and now PM, which is a special new radio wave that's <laughs> only on at night. <laughs> and that's what it does. We took the digital crown and made it 10 <gasps> times bigger and put it on the back of the phone. And it's a dial that you use to tune to our station. Can you imagine if they took... If they took an iPhone and they said, we've got two parts to it now. It's now connected by a wire and there's one part of the iPhone you hang on the wall and there's another part of the iPhone that can sit there or also you can hold in your hand while you're making a call. And you're like, did you just invort, invent, um, invort, did you just invent a corded telephone, Apple? You can't do this. You can't go back. Hold on, Connor. I had a revelation while we were talking. AM, FM, and then there's PM, the new radio, which is podcast media. I don't know if the M stands for media. I don't think it does. But what if that's the PM? Mm -hmm. That's just some branding things we'll work on later. But dial into the M word PM. Dial in. People people haven't been dialing in enough. I just like it whenever you buy a new car and the salesman's just like, yeah, we got a... Well, we got all the things. We got, you know, power seats. We got power windows. We got AM, FM, PM radio. And they're like, oh, what's... What's PM radio? And it's like, oh, you don't know about PM radio. You don't know about PM radio, you freaking dweeb? Yeah, you can get this American life and then instantly fall asleep. That's why it's called PM. 
So. There's AM, FM, PM, SM, SNM. SNM, yeah. And- that's, that's where the car, like, the radio will just, like, smack you on your ass a little bit. <laughs> that's always fun. I do like the idea of, like, the seat having two different sides. And so one, like, bounces on the other. So, like, they go up and down alternatively. And so you're just kind of getting smacked yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and then there's also like a dildo in it that just goes up your ass. Oh no! Yeah, you never. Know. I I'm so sorry I bumped into you, sir. I. <laughs> but it felt so good. But it felt great. <laughs> um. Yeah, the airbags come out, and then um, you have to yell like pineapple, which is your safe word to make the airbags. Go oh back my in. god! <laughs> no, we do need to know what the R stands for. The iPhone 10R is or tenor if you're in england it'll just be like oh what does this wow. iphone cost it's an iphone tenor in it yeah just it only costs a tenor anyway that's for our uk audience they'll understand they'll get it <laughs> it's it's I'm a sure. cheaper it's a cheaper iphone 10 it's still got the full screen it's made of aluminium which is also for the uk audience and it's only got one camera but everything else is like the same also i think it's smaller i can't remember now but what does the r stand for because you know the s always they always said the s stood for speed because it was always like it was an incremental upgrade so the s was just like oh we made it faster and the s stands for feed speed but but the r what does the r stand for does it mean like really we don't care about brand names anymore it's got to be one word it's got to be one we have we have a few different ideas regret 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 uh we have radio we have rotunda or maybe they're getting on that Fortnite kick. It's iPhone 10 Royale. Ooh. You have to kill everyone on the island to keep it. To keep it. Yes. Yeah. Battle Royale. Every Battle Apple Royale store style. is now a Battle Royale to keep the iPhone 10 Royale. Ooh. God, okay. I fucking love that. I really want that to be the case. The, well, I mean, they would be like the most sought after phone. Right. I wish that they would implement more aggressive sales tactics, right? Okay. They're the first trillion dollar company. Why can't they make their phones more appealing? Why can't they make like Supreme style phones, right? <laughs> so like it comes with like lettuce and cheese and stuff? What? No. I'm thinking I'm of the thinking Supreme, the brand, not a Supreme Whopper, you idiot. What? Well, I, I was thinking of tacos, but I think, I think a regular Whopper comes with lettuce. <laughs> oh my God. So battle royale style to get the phone is the best way to get it. They're like, this yeah. is the best experience for your phone. So you get on the iBus, you fly the <laughs> iBus, <laughs> you fly the iBus over the i island. <laughs> <laughs> We're flying through i air, which is twenty percent thinner than normal air. Exactly, and you, yeah, and you land on the island and you fight to the death. And I think it's it's really exciting. Maybe so. If it, I I I feel like it's got to be Royale. I think that's the winner, right? I'm okay. And it also has a radio in it. <laughs> I'm okay with Royale. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you the other product though that that made me fear for my life, and that was the new watch. I mean, I don't think it made me fear for my life. I think it made me think I'm a doctor now. I have a medical degree now because of this watch. But the problem is, is now I can feel my heart rate. I can see it on a screen. And that's <laughs> say, you should always be able to feel your heart rate, no, Connor. If, you're, if you can't feel it, what? you should call a doctor. And you can call me now because I am a doctor now. 
So I, I, you feel it. If for those who don't know, you could put your fingers on the watch. You feel it. It'll show you uh, an ECG. Yeah. An electro, electro, electrocardiogram. There you go. Or also an EKG, which I was like, I always heard them as EKGs, and I was really confused. And why is it, there a K in there? I guess the electro. No, no, there's not a K in there. It's it's not, and I don't think I think it must be somewhat different. No, it's EKGs. not. They're the same thing, but people call them oh. EKGs or ECGs. Yeah. Oh. In the South, they call them EKGs. I don't know why. Maybe they just like we don't know how to spell, but we can get your heart just going. <laughs> Stupid. You ever seen a bunch of chickens take down an elephant? That'll get your heart going. <laughs> Going back, I'm terrified of this watch. I'm so scared. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to be registering my heart rate all the time. I'm like every five minutes. Am I going AFib? Am I going AFib now? Am I going yeah. AFib now? That is a, that's the dangerous part. That's the thing bef- that they haven't done before. You and I both have watches and it is designed to say, hey, your heart rate is elevated even though you haven't moved around. So maybe call a doctor. But now they got permission from the FDA to be able to put on there, hey, you're showing signs of a, a what is it? A, a, trip, a, a Well, yeah. What's it stand for? Atypical fibrillation. I made that up. Atypical uh, flibbing inside body. Atrial fibrillation. That's it. Don't add us. So <laughs> <laughs> there's um, now it'll like literally diagnose you with it. And they got permission from the FDA. Like it was cleared to do this as a medical device for the first time ever to consumers. And it's insane because like I said, I'm now a doctor. I don't need to go to the ER if I think my heart's weird. You don't need just, an ER, you just need to buy this fucking watch. Exactly. It only costs as much as an ER vi- visit. So it's like, honestly, it's worth honestly, it. Honestly, it's worth it. You know what else was really God, worth I it? wish that was a joke. Oh my gosh. I wish that was a joke. Sorry. I just realized America, that when I said this watch costs as much as an America, ER visit, that that wasn't actually untrue. God shed his health care on me. Oh wait, he didn't. The thing that was scariest about the whole thing was the new spectral spe- sensor on on the watch. Did you see that? The spectral sensor? Right. So there was like a little thing on the bottom left corner that could tell you how close you were to ghosts. They turned off all the yeah. lights. Yeah. There was, were, yeah. I don't and know. And they were like, who, who is here right now? And they right. put a watch up, up, up on the big screen. At first I thought, you know what? That's really weird. And I don't think it's necessary. But when they added the Ouija watch face. And I thought, oh, this could be very good. This could be a very good thing that could help a lot of people. We added multi-touch for the tiniest possible hands. Right. So they can move it around the screen. Exactly. You know, when my grandpa died, we couldn't find his will. And if we had a a spectral meter and a Ouija watch face, we could have asked him. For a cheap $3.99 plus tax. You right. can you can talk to your dead grandparents. Now, I do. Okay, so I have a source inside Apple. I know people at Apple. I have a source inside Apple, and they said that apparently the Ouija watch face is a lie, and that all it does whenever you ask, you know, who's there or what what's your problem, all it ever says is you have AFib. So they're really hitting that hard. Oh, no. Yeah, the medical diagnosis thing. They're really hitting that hard, even in the afterlife. Or I died from AFib. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's, oh, that's they just I say, wish I had an Apple Watch. I, w- 
I wish I had bought a watch when I had the chance. Yeah. I wish yeah. I had I bought wish. the iPhone XR, and I right. wish I knew what the R stood for. Also, did you see that it detects falls? And this isn't a joke. <laughs> it detects if you fall. Did and, you see and that? I, yeah. They specified the different types of falls, which are very important to note. Yeah, they spent so long on that. They're like, so you got falls from your feet. That's the first type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have you have the worst kind of falls air falls yeah you got you have falls where you just kind of float backwards you thought something was there and you, you just fell backwards you have trust falls now that's one we don't have to worry about <laughs> we, but we, but, but we, we can we can test whether or not the person behind you is trustworthy and whether or not you're going to fall afterwards exactly and then they said if you get close to a waterfall it can also detect that so it really covered all the falls which i really appreciated yeah someone was like oh it's taking away life alert it's like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> apple walked into life alert's office and they said fuck y'all we We're, have we, we have look falls at look at me look at me we are we fallers are alert now we are life alert now the yes the falls thing was interesting i think what you know that could be helpful if people maybe maybe they're into autoerotic asphyxiation and they fall from their closet. And in that case, the watch will immediately dial emergency services if you don't get up after a minute. And then that you can explain that to the EMS agents. Are they agents? Is that what they're called? The, the EMS, EMS agents? Yeah, they they have they have been hired. They're secret. Exactly. Uh, it's like, hey, sir, were you yeah. jerking off by choking yourself? And the watch is like, yes. And you're like, Siri, no. <laughs> he does this. Every, he does this all the time. Don't at me, Siri. Yeah, don't. Yeah, so I I think overall a very uh wow, powerful Apple event. And again, I do wish that they would quit making expensive shit that we need to live, you know. Mm-mm. Oh well, I'm going to buy it all. Going to buy we're all going to buy it all, and that's that's how it works. And again, we're not knocking it and we're also not cheering for it. It just it, it is. It's like electricity. You know, you never think about how much you need electricity until it's gone because of some sort of storm. Speaking of which, there's a hurricane hitting the coast. It's already hit by the time this comes out. That's scary. I hope everybody's okay. It's okay. They're going to be, they're going to have plenty of time with their generators to play our favorite, favorite indoor activities, video games, which is what we're solving this week. Yeah. Video games. Now, what do you, as soon as we say, hey, we're solving the problem of video games. There's like eight different problems that jumped into people's heads, you know, um, violence in video games, uh, sexism, uh, diversity. And we're not going to solve any of that. We're not solving that fucking bullshit. That's real life crap. Okay. Yeah. No, there's other people that can do that. Let me give you some context. Kyle said, these are the best video games and here's why. And I said, no, they're not. We need the best video game. We need the game that really challenges us. We need the game that that puts us into another person's shoes and makes us make real choices. Yes. And that's why everything you just said fits into The Last of Us as the best video game. No. It is. No. It's the best video game. If you haven't played Last of Us, it's a very good PlayStation game that came out in 2013. That's the story of a post- I want uh, infection no, no, and no. it's very good. I want good. a one sentence or less reason of why it is the best game. Go. I 
feel things again because of that game. Kyle, I feel things again whenever I eat turkey, right? Yeah, that's indigestion. It won't stop, Kyle. I, it, it won't come out of me. It's gobbling me up. <laughs> it won't come out of me. <laughs> I go to the doctor and I said, is? my watch told me it won't come out of me. Yeah, you're going, you've been going AFib for three days. <laughs> Your heart's broken. Your also, heart's been broken, a, see? There's a turkey in there. You wake up from the simulation, that was the game all along. Boom, roasted. Boom. No, The Last of Us is a very, 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 very good game that tells an incredibly human story in the midst of a zombie-esque game. And it's so damn good. It's the best I game. I won't deny that it is a very good game. It's the best game. But we we need it to allow you to make decisions that actually make differences at the end of the game. I'm not talking decisions that's like, oh, at the beginning of the game, you said that you like the color blue. So at the end of the game, you have a you have a face that's blue. It's no, I'm talking like real human decisions. Have you played what's his face? What's his face has a, a game and that's his name is what's his face. But I'm going to pull it up. He did Detroit Become Human. And he did other games. I think like Until Dawn was another one. But like their Quantic Dream, that's the name, David Cage. Their whole game style is like this uh, adventure game that you make choices. And it, there's so many different storylines that happen because of your choices. But it's kind of boring sometimes. And well, so that's, that's what I'm not saying. a good game. It's like that, it needs that to doesn't hold make up. it a good game. It needs to hold up completely. It needs that's, to... that's like saying you walk into a movie theater and you're like, hey. I didn't want Joker to be caught. Change it now. Well, listen, so we ha- so you can have the interaction. You can have the whole good old fun times, and you can have the decisions you make, and then at the end you have all this other business. I want a game that is so decision-based that I could start off the Spider-Man game and end that game as, as Batman. As fucking Batman, <laughs> right. Yeah. As like the president of the United States. I do think what you're describing is being a game developer. Because I do think that's probably how that happens. They do say the best video game is making video games because it's a challenge and you have levels, you know, and you've got final bosses and you always have to kill them. And that's why there's so many dead people in the video game industry. Man, poor that. You would think that eventually video games would change because of that, but they don't. They just say the same. Well, it's a necessary sacrifice, right? You talked about that earlier. You know, you need to sacrifice something to make these games great. And in this case, it's so many people's lives. It's, gosh, so many, so many dead people. So many dead people. So we have decision-based, we have action-based, we have super big boy game-based, but we're not solving why they're not as good as they could be. You know what it is? I, I think the problem is video games are a fantasy, right? When I'm swinging through New York as this, you know, uh, red and blue wearing tight Spider-Man, um, I, it's a fantasy. I'm living my fantasy. That's I have web shooters. I'm a very smart uh, boy and I'm swinging through the city. That's my fantasy. If I die, nothing happens. I get to try again. I want to see a video game with consequences. I want to see a video game where when you die... You don't get to play anymore. That's it. You yeah. wasted those six. That's sixty bucks. That's you 60, done. Yes. You can't we play need, anymore. We need higher stakes games. New York City needs a better Spider-Man than you could be. So you done. Goodbye. When you die, when you die in the game, you die in real life. What other stakes can I don't, there be? I don't think that's sustainable. You know, you're not going to build a market with that. 
but you when, are gonna you're gonna build a market with one-offs you know oh man those oh no because there used to be in the batman arkham series there was a, a mode i think it was called nightmare mode or something where you could play and if you died in the game you had to start the whole story over again and so the goal was to get through all of the missions without dying which is crazy but also very fun and i think that that's the challenge of it right that's what you need how can but we also make you don't it, get to start over again you do you have to stop playing how can we make the how can we make the stakes more physical great question great question connor i've thought a lot about it as soon as you die in the game your xbox or playstation explodes well listen so we can't that's the thing is like we need it to be something you said it earlier sustainable we can't yeah. just destroy the person or destroy the object or the game but okay. we can make it to where you get like a little, like a little, bzz, like a little bzz on your on your body right. whenever you, something happens. So very much like, uh, um, what's that game? What's the movie that came out? Ready Player One. Kind of that kind of augmented virtual reality, see, but with pro- the physical consequences. <sighs> see, problem with that is the first thing that comes into my mind is whenever they're in the game and the girls like feeling up his body, and I really don't like that at all. Yeah, you hate it whenever girls feel you up. No, I didn't want to watch some weird teenagers feeling each other up in this video game. I don't think they were teenagers. I think they were all about 30 years old, so I think it's okay. Ages are so weird in movies. Ages are so weird in movies, but you know what's not weird? You, for listening to the show. You're great. Don't let anybody tell you that you're weird because you listen to the show. You're not. You're wonderful, and we love you for it. Tell them to take that W, turn it upside down, turn in the N word, and subscribe! Yeah, subscribe. To our channel. If you really loved us, you would definitely go to our Patreon and check that out. We have some exclusive weekly things for our Patreon subscribers. If you give a dollar a month, what is a dollar? It's nothing. It's it's all relative. It's fiat money. It doesn't mean anything. Just give it to us. Just give it to us. It's only like a third of a Starbucks. Exactly. Patreon.com slash M word pod. Also want to thank Grant O'Brien for making our intro and outro music and Cindia Martinez for our cover art. Thank you so much for listening to The M Word. And as we always say, I think the new product by Apple, I am. <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Therefore, I buy. <laughs> Therefore, I like and subscribe. iPhone. Therefore, I am. Oh. I think that's it. That one's. Yes. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.